The end. <laughs> you want me to check the closet for monsters tonight? No? <laughs> okay. Good night, kiddos. story, kiddos. If you get scared, just remember to close your eyes and tell yourself it's not real. This is Midnight Apocrypha. For tonight's taste of terror, we bring you Daryl Hall's Thoughts. Guilty, 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 guilty. Not guilty, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty, 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 not not guilty, 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 not guilty, 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 Words those jurymen are saying. Guilty. Not guilty. 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 Not guilty. Guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. Guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. No. No. I've got to stop thinking of what's going on in that room. Not guilty. Guilty. The jurymen. Guilty. I've got to stop thinking of that. I've got to keep my head clear. I've got to figure things out. When did all this start? Yes. I remember. That night, Wayne and I were sitting in my room talking about dreams. I remember, he said- Oh, come on, Daryl. Don't expect me to believe that one. Well, I'm certainly telling you the truth. A fellow with your imagination wasting your time teaching biology to a bunch of co-ed nitwits? <laughs> no, sir. You should be writing fic- <laughs> I assure you, my dear Wayne, I've told you the You're truth. You're really serious? Of course I am. You actually mean that in all your life, you've never had a dream? Never. Not even when you were a child? To my knowledge, I've never had a dream in all my life. Well, how do you like that? <laughs> I like it very well. I close my eyes, oblivion, and then I wake up. No nightmare hangovers for me, thank now, you. Now, wait a minute there. Let me get this straight. You mean you've never even had a dream after, you know, after eating a Welsh rarebit at midnight, or after eating a dozen green apples, or anything like that? Believe me, Wayne. I've never had a dream of any shape, form, or description in all my life. A dream to me is just a word. Something that happens to other people, but not But to everyone me. must dream. Well, perhaps. But it just so happens that my subconscious doesn't work that way. I tell you again, I have never dreamt. What do you know about that? Just unbelievable, I tell you. Unbelievable. Yes, yes, yes. 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 That's what he said. Unbelievable. It was unbelievable that I'd never dreamt. And then, after a while, he went away, and he left me there. It was early evening, but I remember that somehow, strangely, I was very tired. I sat down in the easy chair. I closed my eyes, and I slept. And then, then it happened. A strange murmuring in my head. Yes, that's how it started. A murmuring, as, as if in warning. And then, in the darkness around me, strange faces began lifting and falling. 
I like faces. Faces without hope. Their eyes full of horror. Their white blood was dripping, bleeding wordlessly in ways that made my heart cry out. Suddenly, I, I knew I was dreaming. Yes, dreaming for the first time in all my life. And these faces I was seeing were things out of the dream. And even as I knew that, the dream was gone. Blackness. And yet, I knew that I was still asleep. I, I had a terrible feeling of foreboding, of a horror to come in that dream. What? How? I didn't know. But I wanted to stop sleeping. I wanted to open my eyes quickly before... And I saw her moving slowly toward me out of the darkness that was my dream. At first, a white, wraith-like thing. And then I saw it was a woman. Yes, the body of a woman, but... But the face. Father, Father in heaven, heaven, that, that face. face. Gross, unclean, thick, bestial brows. The lecherous writhing of crimson lips that lifted from teeth, white and pointed and flecked with blood. Yes, her, her glorious body and a face from hell. Closer. Closer to me. And then she spoke one word. Kill. Yes, that's what she said. Kill. As she said it, she moved closer. Her hands, hands went, went out, out her, her eyes. eyes. In, In my, my dream, dream, I screamed. I awoke. I remember. Just at that second, the clock on the mantel began striking. Five. Six. Seven. Thankfully, I counted each chime, since the hearing of it meant that I was awake. Awake, out of the horror of that dream. When the clock had stopped chiming, I sat there. My one thought was, If this is dreaming, let me never dream again. I heard a sound. I sat still, afraid to move. And then I laughed. <laughs> it was my own heart. My own heart, still pounding with fright at what I'd seen in my first dream. Oh, why do I sit here thinking of what has been? The jury in there, they've got to hang me. Guilty. Hang him. 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 Hang him. Hang him. Hang him. No, I mustn't. Guilty. Better think of my thoughts on how all this started. Better to figure things out. Where was I? Ah, yes. Sitting there, listening to the beating of my heart, thinking of the horror of that dream. And then, suddenly, that same wordless murmur I'd heard in my dream was whispering in my head again. As quickly as it began, it was gone. How could this be? I was awake. Awake! This was no dream. Then why had I heard that wordless entreaty? That same sound that had come from those miserable white faces that had floated before me while I slept. Why? Why? I heard it. A sound behind me. Who? Why, yes. My friend Wayne. It must be he come back into the room standing behind my chair thinking I was asleep. I turned around and said, Wayne, is that you? <laughs> yes. I screamed. I screamed so loudly there was blood in my throat. For it was she again. That woman. That woman out of my dream. But this wasn't a dream. She was standing there, I tell you. She was standing there looking at me. And those lips out of hell said that one word. Kill. I jumped to my feet. No one in the room. No one, I tell you. 
I was standing there, my head reeling. Who was she? Where did she come from? But there was no one in the room. Had there been anyone there? I didn't sleep that night. But by morning, yes, by morning, I had it all figured out. Two dreams. That's what it had been. And the second had been more vivid than the first. Why, of course, I'd never dreamt before, so of course my first dream would seem reality. How easy it was to quiet the unrest in my mind. Easy to make oneself believe what one wants to believe. And yet, some measure of uncertainty remained with me. And Mary saw it in my face when I had dinner with her that night. Daryl, do you mind if I ask you something? Why, what a question, of course not. Is there something wrong? You mean with the dinner? Well, you know, this is my favorite restaurant. With you, dear. Has something gone wrong at the, at the university? Why do you ask? The worry in your eyes. Oh. What is it, dear? Oh, it, it's nothing. It's nothing important. You changed your mind about loving me? Mary. Then tell me what it is, please. All right, it's... It's really nothing to concern yourself over. It's just a... Just a dream. Dream? Daryl, you dreamt. Yes, last night. Well, marvelous. Now you're normal even when you sleep. <laughs> That's right. I... I'm back to normal. And here I thought from the expression on your face that it was something really important. And I suppose your first dream you dreamt of a glorious, seductive woman? No, Mary. Ah, did you have a nightmare? If you don't mind, let's not talk about it anymore. Shall we have dessert now? Now, I suggest the hot green apple pie with cheese. Daryl, was it as bad as all that? Horrible. Oh, that's cruel. Your very first dream, an unhappy one. Oh, well, I'm sure if if you dream again, you've more interesting times ahead. Oh, Daryl, look at the time, a minute to seven, and we promised the Armstrongs we'd pick them up at 7.15. Daryl, what is it? Your face. Do you hear it? What? You do hear it, don't you? The voices. The voices? Daryl, what are you talking about? The people in this restaurant are the most well-behaved. Gone, just as it was before. Daryl, please, if this is a joke... Just tell me. <gasps> Daryl, what is it? What are you staring at? What's behind my chair? What's there? Daryl, tell me. <laughs> Daryl, table. Why did you throw over the table, Daryl? What is it? What is it? Why did you scream like that? What's the matter with you, Daryl? Yes. She wanted to know why I had done it. Scream thrown over the table? They all wanted to know, but how could I tell them? Tell them of her, standing behind Mary's chair, that thing of degradation, and those lips saying kill. I went home. Mary thought I was overworked. Darling, you've been working so hard. Go home and rest, dear. That's all you need, rest. Rest. Rest? What what good was rest? I had to reason things out. All my life I'd lived with reason, and, and then this, this horror... I had to know all about it. Though I was certain it was no dream, what I had seen there in the restaurant was no thing of sleep. Hallucination. Yes, that was it. I had been working hard. Too much work was the answer, and and rest would cure that. Yes, indeed. And so, I rested through the next day. It was quite dark when I awoke. The phone rang. It was Mary calling to find out how I felt. Are you sure you're all right, Daryl? Yes, Mary. Yes, I'm fine. Thank you. You sound all right. Your advice was good, dear. Apparently rest was all I needed. Then go along back to bed. I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, dear. Thanks for calling. Goodbye, Daryl. Sleep well tonight. I hung up the receiver.
And then, the clock on the mantel began striking. Always at seven. 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 That was true. Each time it had been seven when it happened. And then, with the last chime of the clock, I realized it was seven again. Seven! Would I see her again? I stood there, back up against the wall, waiting. So quiet. I could hear the clock ticking away the seconds. Would it happen again? This hallucination of mine? I waited. I heard no pitiful murmur of voices. Just quiet. So dark in that room. I could see the shadowy emptiness of the chair against the other wall. And then, the chair was no longer empty. There was someone in it. I said, who's there? Talk to me, who's there? No answer. The strange darkness in the room. Deeper and deeper, I could see nothing. And then, swirling pools of flame and white. Closer and closer. I stood there. I couldn't move. A rumbling began in my brain. Fear, I tell you. Fear tearing up my brain. Louder and louder while those red circles of light came closer and closer. Father in heaven. What was it? What? Then I knew it was her eyes. Her eyes burning close into mine. Into the brain of bounding one thought into me. Why did she say that? Why? Why? Kill who? Why should I kill? Why should I kill? If I had known then... Jory, they're coming back. Verdict? What? No, not yet. Still out. Oh, they've got to find me guilty. I've got to hang. I've got to. If I live... Oh, but I mustn't think of that. I must think of what happened. Where was I? Ha, yes. That that woman, her Her eyes eyes pounding pounding that that word word into me, and then gone again. This was no dream. Then what? A voice within me whispered, Crazy. 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 No! The horror was real. It was real. Real as the flesh of me! With that realization, a cold wind blew around me and latched at my heart. That she was reality, somehow I knew that I was lost. And so, it began. Night after night at the stroke of seven. First the wailing dirge of those lost souls. Then her writhing lips. Kill. 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 Father in heaven! Words began pounding in my head so that even when she wasn't there, I heard them. If I hid in my room, if I didn't go out, people would see this madness that had come over me. I went nowhere, and soon... I knew they were talking of me. Wayne? I don't know what's come over Daryl. Hides in his rooms, won't even talk to me. Something's wrong. And Mary? Please, Daryl, you've gotta let me see you. This talking over the phone? What's wrong? Night after night, the horror. And the greater Mary pleaded with me. Daryl, if you love me, please let me see you, talk to you. Come over to my house tonight. Oh, please, Daryl, perhaps I can help you. Please, darling, please. I didn't want to go, but I went that night. Perhaps she could help. Yes, help me understand the madness of those wailing voices, drifting white faces. Understand the horror of that woman. Mary, so understanding, so gentle. 
She could help clear my head of this madness. Oh, Daryl, you're here at last. Mary, help me. You will help me. Oh, Daryl, your face so white. Oh. Don't talk yet. Sit here and rest. I'm sane, Mary. Believe me, I'm sane. Of course you are, dearest. Of course you are. It's that madness outside of me, those white drifting faces moaning at me. Rest, darling. And that woman out of hell. Woman? Her eyes, lips telling me to... The time. What? The time. What time is it? Why, it's seven. <gasps> Daryl, what is it? I've lost track. I've got to get out of here. Daryl, don't. Wait, don't go. Too late. Daryl, what is it? Too late. Too late. You hear them. Don't you, Mary? I'll call the doctor. Listen to them. Their voices are, are so loud tonight. Listen, Mary. Daryl, don't. There's no one here. Do you hear them? You must hear them. What are they saying? Louder and louder trying to tell me something. What are you, what saying, are you saying out there? there? What are you what telling are you tell me? Daryl, stop. Stop. They're gone. The faces. Voices. Gone. Now she'll be here. Daryl, please, you're frightening me. Kill. You hear her, Mary. You hear her. No, Daryl, please. Louder and louder and louder. I hear her. Make her stop. Stop it. Stop it. I can't take it anymore. Yes, yes, go away. Go away and I'll kill. I'll kill. I'll kill. Daryl, don't. Kill. 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 Mary, Mary, Mary! I had I killed my sweet, gentle little Mary. Killed her with my own hand. I opened my hand. She fell to the floor. I went out into the street. People all around me hurrying. I was in no hurry. What that woman had wanted, I, I had done. I had killed. I walked all night. Didn't matter where. And then in the morning, I found myself on the campus of the school. Before the very building in which a class was waiting for my lecture, I went in. I walked up on the platform and looked down on their faces. I said to them, Ladies and gentlemen, my lecture today will be on a selective fact of evolutionary... I stopped. A murmur in the air. Those voices. Again. But it was broad daylight. I'd never heard those voices in the daylight before. What did they want of me? What were they saying? There was a strangeness in their pitiful voices. Yes. Yes, like a dirge. A dirge of tears who fall for someone. For me. Yes, for me. And then... Her voice. Laughing. Laughing triumphantly. Then I understood. For the first time, I understood everything. She had triumphed over me. That was why those lost souls were wearing a dirge. I was hers. Hers forever. I turned and ran out of there like a madman. Ran and ran, and as I ran, those voices of the damned were taunting me. You are doomed, as we are doomed. We listen to her. Now, you are one of us. Now. Through all eternity. No! No! I covered my ears with my hands and I ran. No use. I heard them. You go to the gallows. Pay for what you have go done. No rest for those who So that was it. My one hope. If I paid society for my crime, she would fail. I would be free of her. That thing, that essence of evil, that phantom who called me to murder so that their souls would be slaves to her for all eternity. Yes! Yes, I would pay for my crime. I ran all the way back to Mary's house. Yes, I'd gladly pay with my life to have peace for the rest of oblivion. I went back into the house. Yes, Mary was lying there, cold. 
I lifted her. Those same hands that had crushed the life out of her. Lifted her, carried her out into the sun. My eyes were so filled with tears that I could hardly see where I walked. People began milling about me. He's got a woman in his arms. Why is he carrying her? Who no, killed her? No. Enough of that. No, hey, she's mister, dead. who killed no. her? Who killed dead. her? I did. I killed her. I killed her with my own hands. Please, I want to die for it. And then the trial. My friends, they wanted to save me. Clever attorneys, sanity commissions, the twists of the law. But I wanted to die. I tell you, I had to die. If they set me free, if I lived and died as most men die, the death they call a natural one, then she would have been. I want to hang by the neck until dead. I want that noose around my neck. The trap beneath my feet. The jailer pulls the switch. My feet dancing in the air. The noose strangling me as my hand strangled Mary. Free of that horror with the writhing lips and bloodstained teeth. Order in the court. Order in the court. The jury. They're coming in. Guilty. They've got to find me guilty. Gentlemen of the jury, have you reached a verdict? We have, your honor. The foreman will read the verdict got to find me guilty 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 we the jury find the defendant guilty of murder in the first degree guilty you hear that all of you guilty i'll be free of you i'll have peace you failed you fiend you you'll never get stand back everybody ambulance call an ambulance Doctor, right this way, Doctor. Stand back, please. It's no use. This man is dead. Heart attack. Oh, would you take a look at his face? Yeah. As if he was looking at the devil himself. Carol Hall's Thoughts was written in 1938 by Arch Obler for the radio series Lights Out. This production of Daryl Hall's Thoughts starred the voice talents of Alex Ross as Daryl Hall, Bryn Madre as Mary, Tyler Palma as Wayne, and Ali Baytot as the Spirit Fiend. Midnight Apocrypha is a podcast dedicated to the revival of retro radio dramas through new productions of series from the golden age of radio. Midnight Apocrypha is brought to you by Widener University's Lone Brick Theatre Company in partnership with Forgotten Lore Theatre. If you enjoyed our little fiction, you can find out more about Lone Brick Theatre Company on Facebook and Instagram. Go now to subscribe, like, or follow Midnight Apocrypha. Or you never know what may find you.